Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. morning good evening good night good afternoon whenever you're listening welcome to episode 108 of the go get that podcast it is a week in review for the waste management a crazy week a hectic week as we look ahead on the pga tour to riv i would assume that the two are not very similar in the way that the tournaments are had in terms of spectators um i'd say that um ironic as it is a little more class in the woods event but we will see how it goes any thoughts gentlemen before we get into mr speed uh well you were there so um looking forward to hearing some insight from you um you know just following around on social following along on social media some of the access you had Pretty, pretty cool. Um, just some of the views. I mean, getting up close and personal on 16. I know you threw it in our group chat. One of the best experiences in golf you probably could have is being on 16 T-Box at the WM Phoenix Open. Um, yeah, to to date, I have been to a major championship. I've been to numerous tour events. And by far the coolest experience I've ever had in golf was walking through that tunnel for the first time. Yeah. Um, it was... Especially since I got to walk right behind Spieth. Um, and as soon as he walked in, the place went nuts. It was kind of cool because the place was going nuts like right when I was walking in too. So it was, you know, I could just picture leading the Masters um, by a few shots walking into 16. You've led you the know. Masters before. But... Well, I have. I have. I plan <laughs> to lead it many times in the future as well. But <laughs> You've never not led um, the Masters. but yes it was very cool um incredibly cool um my roommate is actually right over here did the 3 a.m wake up um friday and saturday um so pretty uh to rush on 16 he was telling me they didn't even check his ticket so that that definitely has to do with the overcapacity on saturday um but no yeah 16 was incredible um that is it blew away my expectations you know at the end of the day um you look at the great holes in golf um and you and you think about how what more could a stadium add to just a boring 150 yard par three and let me tell you it is it is something else i mean um the 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 fact that the fans play um people are just yelling um in backswings and the players just like expect it because that's just how it is. Um, in fact, a lot of the players like to get the crowd cheering so that they know what to expect when they're hitting instead of having to put it up to chance. So they're going to get like a, a call out. Cause that's, that's the whole thing. It's, it's when you get a call out that will throw you off that they don't enjoy. Um, but no, it was incredible, especially, um, Sunday was so cool just because I got to follow the the leader Hoffman as well because Speed was in that group, um, I which was absurd. What what I watched Hoffman do was insane. I I walk by some of the lies 
that Hoffman had. Horrible, horrible eyes. And he would put them to tucked pins with seven irons to three feet. It was ridiculous. The man was so, so dialed. Um, and, and he lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the end of the day, he just started the week a bit too, the weekend a bit too far back. But um, no, it was, I think he was 14 under on Sunday. Um, it was an unlucky loss for Chuck. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 14 <clears throat> under par in a day is pretty insane. Yeah. I think based on um like strokes gained numbers, he wins that event eighty-five plus percent of the time. Like he he got jobbed pretty hard losing that event. And he was up, he was he tapped in on 17 up three. Like and then he made par on 18. That's ridiculous yeah. to then think that you're gonna lose that event. Um, but I guess props to Nick Taylor and his opening round 60. Um, it's just too, I guess the one thought I had kind of generally was that the weather, it sucked that it was kind of all disjointed and, um, you know, we didn't get the group repairings and just kind of a normal week, uh, especially coming off of Pebble, which was obviously sort of a, a wacky yeah. week itself. It's, it's, it's been a, uh, Interesting West Coast swing so far yeah. for through these two weeks, to say well, the least. Well, the whole reason that the PGA Tour likes to play this tournament on the Super Bowl week is because they usually never have to worry about delays. This is the tournament that gets delayed least out of the entire schedule. Um, and this week was just a one-off. Um, it was craziness. And honestly, uh, Ben, one of the kids I was reporting with all week, said, well, this is a pretty shitty first experience at the Waste Management Fiends Open. And honestly, I... I counter that with saying I think it couldn't have been a better just because being inside and in the inner circle, seeing everything that goes on when it comes to those delays was extremely cool. Um, so many moving parts. Um, I give the tour a lot of crap um, for how they handle certain situations and I still will, but um it's crazy how many factors go into all the decisions that are made that I got to see up front, um, close and personal this week. Uh, now, I mean, I think they handled the delays pretty well this week. I mean, it, it, I don't think it was like pebble where, I mean, this course just at the end of the day does not handle water very often. So they doesn't have a very good drainage system. It can't take as much water as pebble can. Um, I will stand by that. Um, I would have liked to see them play a little bit at Pebble, but um, you know, this week, uh, good on them for getting the the tournament on Sunday, which looked very neat, uh, very, very unlikely on Sunday morning. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it was extremely cool to just see, especially how just the media gets alerted first before everyone. Um, we all get a text before it gets tweeted out. Um, so that was pretty cool. Just a lot of factors, um, that I didn't really know how they worked that I sort of found out about this week. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, not regrouping, obviously, you know, I guess I'm, I, I honestly didn't really matter to me. I just wanted, you know, play to get in on Sunday, which they did, uh, kudos to the tour for that. I mean, it didn't really change a whole lot. Did it, um, happy it got in on Sunday. Um, especially if Spieth, you know, actually really would have been in the, like been in it, you know, the last nine holes, he wasn't, I mean, if he was, and we had a Monday finish, that would have been 
very, very brutal. A would have been a tough sleep Sunday night because it'd be a lot of stress and you know thoughts about the upcoming whatever nine holes it would have been on Sunday or what how many how many ever holes. But um, yeah, they got play in. Um, just a all around good event. Uh, Scottsdale obviously gets a lot of you know buzz for I guess the crowd, but the golf course itself, man. We've kind of seen it, what, two years in a row. It really sets apart the players, um, which is kind of what you look for in a good golf course with Scotty last yeah. year and Scotty and Taylor, you know, last year. And then obviously Chuck and Taylor this year. I mean, I was looking, I think like T8 was like eight shots back. So obviously it, it's yep. penal, but if you're, you know, playing really well, making putts like Nick Taylor was, you can you can shoot a low one. Yeah, and I think – um you know, obviously we are – I saw a lot of, you know, shrink the game comments this week. And honestly, I think that's just a bunch of baloney um, because <laughs> I think if you can get past the betas of the world, um, the Zach Johnsons and the Billy Horschels, I think the players come here and enjoy it. Um, I think they embrace it for a week. I don't think it's bothering too many of these guys. And if they are, like, I know that they got a little out of control this year, but this, you have to know what you are walking into when you commit to this tournament. It was a signature event this year. No one who didn't want to play had to play. Well, you mean it wasn't um, a signature event? It wasn't year. a signature event, yeah. So no one had to play this event. Um. And it was, and it's not nearly one of the top purses of the year. So even financially speaking, you did you you were given many options to skip this event. Um, I just think that the complaints are unnecessary. Like, listen, it's going to get out of control at times. Um, but that's there are hard. there are a lot. <laughs> that's just this... that's ironic, right there. But continue. Um, it's just, I think it was cool. Um, because. You obviously have your outliers, um, people that are going to take it too far and get a little bit too intoxicated. But I think for the most part, it gets people who aren't into golf there for the day. Um, and I think that's really cool. There are a lot of people there this weekend. I'd say there were, I think, close to 140,000 people there this week total um it's impressive sorry no wait more yeah they, there were 330,000 people there saturday so what what am i thinking 330 well, saturday yes the maximum capacity is 250 they were 80,000 people over capacity they fit 330,000 people in on that golf course yeah hey so, I mean, there were probably close to a million people that showed up there throughout the week. Um, and, you know, I, I I would have to say probably 80 to 100,000 of them don't know a golfer besides Tiger Woods. Um, and we talked about that. Um, and I just think that's really cool. I don't think it's sustainable to make this a way, like a branding for the PJ Tour in general. But for one week a year, why can't it be a frat party? You know what I mean? I mean, I've been to a lot of pga tour events and i think that this the angle that they take here and the way they embrace it i think it's really cool that it's a party scene on 16 i think it's i think sometimes we get a little bit too caught up in the fact that um there are a lot of people older who don't want to see the game be tarnished um 
I think that's just not the way that this sport needs to head right now. Um, in in the time of live right now, where lives trying to appeal to those people too, I think this is a good week for the PGA Tour. Um, we talked about how the PGA Tour struggled last week, not being able to show golf on Sunday, and Live got a lot of viewers. I, I, I think this week I didn't hear much about Live, um, so I think it was pretty cool. The PGA Tour definitely shifted the focus back to them. They, 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 they knew what they had to do, and it was, and it was an incredible event to see um, credentialed, just because I got to see from the inside out what um, sort of the players see um from the crowd and i think it was was awesome yeah no i i don't think it was um too far out of control uh, you know i think you'd have to ask the players what they thought about that because at the end of the day they are yeah the product and if they aren't happy with some of the stuff that's going on around them then that seems like it's not a great thing and i i think just sort of one thought about some of the backswing stuff and whatnot at least on on certain videos like the billy horschel video uh i know spieth got caught a couple times with cameras flashing or somebody saying something or whatever it might be uh just with how and and this is very niche but if we're gonna get into it then with with how sports betting is Right. All it takes is is one yell in the backswing and a snap hook into the water to change somebody's matchup. Um, and so I think it's it's and obviously that's very, very specific, but there's certain there's certain levels of which, you know, that kind of um, boisterousness from fans can be tolerated. And I think you have to respect the ground rules of what the, the game is. And I'm not saying that. 90 you know i'm sure 97 or 8 percent of the people that were there did that that's fine and 16 being a party hole is that's fine but um you know if if there were plenty of players saying that this isn't yeah it was a little too much then i believe them it was a little too much yeah. and that's, that's exactly okay. why i think zach johnson can screw off because no but i think my point is that zach johnson has the right to say that correct and that's what correct. he believes but the problem was he's in the minority this is not everyone saying i don't know because um, we don't I, I i i i heard a lot of people on saturday who in their post round interviews lowry spieth um even hoffman talk about how saturday was exactly how they remember every previous year being and they said that they had no problem with it you also um, had denon and michael kim who are like it's out of control though yeah but you're also looking at and it's easy to say because obviously the people that i speak of um spieth hoffman even lowry played very well this week um and then the people of the kims the ons and the point. zach johnson's of the world played poorly this week and at the end of the day, it goes back to the fact that I don't think – now, this is my first year here. I don't think this is much different than what we've seen in the past. I just think this is the norm here. And if you don't want to play the event, there's nothing forcing you to. I do believe that – 80, 80K over capacity is not the norm. And I'm not suggesting that over capacity creates these problems, but I think that like to suggest that this is how it normally goes I think is a little – um, 
I'm, that, I'm that just might saying be a little players are saying. I'm just saying with players. The play, the the players that I heard from, granted, they, again, they were playing better, said that it was nothing out of the ordinary. So that's why I'm saying this. Now, yeah. do I believe? Like you're correct, Dan. That there are people, like there are there are rules that it gets to a point where you have to follow them. Like we can't have it be. We don't want people getting hurt out there. And at the end of the day, I think I give a lot of credit to the police department this week. They, especially walking with them for most of the week and getting to know a few of them, they are. They had to do a lot. They had to work very hard. This can, week. You ex- can you explain like how that like how like how many police are on property there? Um, so most weeks it's one officer per, um, so there's a difference actually I learned most weeks on tour, not including majors, I assume there's one police officer per, per group. Um, this week there's a police officer per group plus an extra security guard, which I think there's a security, like just security person at every tournament too. And all of the big names have their own personal security guard. So <laughs> Spieth had his own personal security guard, who I got to know a bit, who had to throw a few people out. I got to know Ricky Fowler's personal security guard. She had the weekend off. Um, but um, so, oh, yeah, there there are just a lot more security presence. Imagine Wood um, shipped up. He's got like probably like 10 security guards around him. Like a bubble. Yeah, and and it speaks to again. I think yeah, it is a little different, but they. I think that the police handled it very well this week. Um, I think they know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, the least confrontations, the better, and they were definitely very. They tried to settle things as discreet as possible, which is what you want. You don't want a bunch of people cheering for the drunk guy, right? Um. So you want to handle it well. But again, I also don't want to act like this is the only golf tournament that sells alcohol. Like there are drunk fans at other events. And as much as it's maybe more encouraged here. I think the demographic at that event is way different. Very true. Very true. And I think that part of that comes with this being a pretty cheap tournament. It's not. It does it's not major prices, because just because of how many people they can fit in, and this is one of the only events on tour that people are willing to fly to. Um, this is a desk for a golf fan. This is a destination trip. Um, and when you have all these frat people at GCU and ASU, plus a bunch of boys trips coming in from out of state that does create a demographic of a lot of irresponsible drunk 18 to 28 year olds. Um, But at the same time, again, this tournament's been embracing this sort of branding for 10 plus years now. Um, And as much as for the first time, I I do think it got a little bit out of control on Saturday purely because I just think there were too many people per square foot. It it was, it was too squished. I I had credentials and there were places that I could not get for 15 minutes. Um, So I I do think that it got a little out of control Saturday, but at the same time, I think that I I don't think they need to change the demographic. They just, they just can't let that many people in. You got, you got to check tickets. 
Um, this has not been a problem to the extent that it was Saturday in the past, and the branding has not changed. Yeah, I, yeah, agreed. Um, I I think I agree with you on pretty much like every point, Bob. The players don't have to play the event. It's kind of as simple as that. Like I I understand the complaints, and yeah, I do. I kind of agree with Dan. Like the screaming in the backswing just sucks, man. It it's does. Just, it it like... does. But but unfortunately, the reality <sighs> is. That does happen elsewhere. Not really, though. Not in the same lens that it happens here. I only saw two instances this week. Right. And and I was going to say that, like, there's not a ton of videos out there of, man, on every hole, somebody's just getting their, you know. Yeah, because I saw, I saw the fan. I saw the virtual video that, but... and I saw the Spieth on 18 happen. Besides yeah. that, I mean, on sixteen, the talk in the backswing is. I, I, yeah, no, I don't care about sixteen. Sixteen, is even fine. yeah, even seventeen, I give a little bit of lenience to just because it, since that player jumped in the pond, they've made that entire hole into a stadium now too. There's no chairs on the grass left of seventeen anymore. Um, it's just a big stadium, which is interesting. Yeah. But um. Uh, I don't. I I know you remember that after Spieth made the putt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who? What was he dressed up as again? I don't even remember. But Spieth just pointed at him and he hopped in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, here's my tenth birdie Spieth, of the day. Spieth Take riled him up too. He was, <laughs> he was riled. Yeah. Spieth instigator. <laughs> yeah. Spieth took credit for it too. Of speed this week on uh... speaking of speed, I think it's time that we get away from the yeah. it's more serious. Like, what are you got to see? You know, did you? You, I don't know if you saw all seventy-two holes, Bob, but I, I, saw, I saw every shot. Yeah, you saw every shot. So, like every shot. Yes, I, I almost did not make the putt on three, but I got out there in time. I saw it from a distance, but I, yeah. but I, I was I running. Know. Like what Spieth looked like? Do you think is Greller in midseason form yet, or do you think we're still, you know? <laughs> well, Greller is in midseason form twelve months out of the year, um, <laughs> and 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 we know that um, throughout the week, I was watched he in those pants or shorts all week. Um, it was <laughs> brutal shorts throughout the week, um, including in the thirty-three degree rainy weather. Um, Greller. In a packed range was the only man with shorts. I I do not believe that man owns pants. Um, <laughs> he wanted to show off the calves, and he did. Um, he has a lot of fans out there, um, which is good to see. Uh, much deserved. But no, I I mean, listen. It has been. You could argue. Twenty sixteen since I've seen a pass at the golf ball as good as the driver right now. Um, it is pretty tasty. It, it is so good. Um, and he is so confident with a driver or three wood off the tee right now. So confident. Um, swing looks as good as I've seen in a long time. The man just does not play smart golf. Um, at, at, he does not play smart golf. Almost every four wedge he hit this week was distance wise. Um, there were a few exceptions, but most even wedge and approach swings were very good. 
because most of the angles I tried to get, unless he was in the rough and I could get a close-up video, were directly behind the pin in line with where he was hitting. And a bunch of them looked good all week. Uh, He was flushing it. If I had just seen the swings, like, there's no reason he should not have um, scored six better than he did. Um, He left so many shots out there with wedges. He scored very well. um, And I don't know really how I can say this without, like, contradicting myself, but he scored very well. He stole a few when he, and he gave away a few, but he, he stole them back, which was nice. Um, but man, I, I, it, it definitely is a negative to walk away from that week with how well he hit the ball and how well he struck it with the irons and wedges and how many strikes, um, strokes he gained on the greens to all together finish eight strokes back the lead. Now he could have played his best golf this week and still lost. I will say that. It's very possible. Um, Chuck and Taylor were on another one this week. Um, but it was a little... It, it, this The place that he finished was a little frustrating um, because, honestly, um, there were mistakes that he made this week that you just can't make. Um, you're looking at two shots on 15 on Thursday. Uh, every single... All of the bogeys he made on 16 were pathetic. Um, And, you know, that's four shots right there. And at the end of the day, you should not be able to find four shots that easily to, I just, I cannot believe with how well he was striking the ball with his wedges, that shot he had on 16. I mean, it was right at the pin. And he didn't come within 10 yards of where he needed to land that ball. Uh, yeah. He needed to I mean, land that landed, ball 10 feet past where he did. It landed like two feet next to the hole. It, it, I, I, that I just, understand that that's not I don't a think landing spot. but I didn't see how far it was, but I can't explain to you guys how moved up that tee was. He probably had 105 yards, 110 yards into that green. Yeah, it was 123. It, yeah, if it's 160 from the back, that, that was 40, 50 yards pushed up. That is a flip wedge with the way he's with the way he's hitting the ball and striking it, that is a complete mental error. Um on Thursday on sixteen, terrible. Um in in what world do you hit a full wedge from one forty um with swirling winds in a stadium? I watched a bunch of people hit shots and every single professional golfer knocked down their ball flight, except for Jordan Spieth. I, I just, there, there are, there were some mistakes in person that I noticed that just, it can't happen. Um, it, and it was really, really frustrating. I, I'm, I'm 10 times more mad about that than the three footer he missed on eight. Um, like, I'd much rather him lose shots like that than some of the ways he lost shots this week. I don't even want to talk about the goat laying up into the water because God help me if that ever happens again. Um, it'll, it'll happen again. But he knew exactly the <laughs> how the wedges were reacting on the greens this week. 
and he was spinning them off the green all week long. He never adjusted, and it was brutal to watch in person given how good the balls looked in the air and how well he was striking it. I mean, he... If he hits those wedges and irons the way he did this week and and hits it even half as good as he hit off the tee this week, he is gaining a stroke for the tournament away on the greens from winning at Riff. Um, and you guys obviously only see stats and the camera angle, so it's tougher to see, but like I, 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 those strikes with the wedges and irons are not the problem. It's literally just the way the decisions he's making going into the shot. The strikes are all good. Um, he likes everyone in the air and it's just, and not to mention, so that's, there's four shots we talked about. Jordan, you talked about this too. He made two bogeys on Sunday where it's a simple 40 shot to 40 feet. Like it, it's it's mentally frustrating because he was a mental, like a, just a normal mental game away from finishing this week minus eighteen or minus nineteen, and that's just what really hurt watching it in person because it was just completely over exaggerated. Seeing all the, I tried to get all the angles down the line, behind the pin, and just every wedge being landed in the same spot and the same mistake being made over and over again it just stunk because you have to this is a long golf course tpc scottsdale is a long golf course um there are not a lot of 100 yard shots it's mostly 120 130 if you're gonna have a wedge and those zip like crazy um because you really can't knock those down those are full swing wedges and those are gonna those are gonna spin every time on those greens so yeah, I I was. I don't think it's necessarily the wedge play. It's more just the decisions of how he's planning. Like he, it's like he thought that it was just going to change miraculously in the middle of the week every time. So yeah, the, the, that's my take. But the swing looks incredible. I will say that. I think uh, that seems fair. I, there's probably something to be said about just overall distance control with wedges that just Which, yeah I, yeah as well and to I thought when I feel like when he's swinging it well he's on balance and I felt there were very few times where he looked off balance this week mm-hmm. so that's a very very much a positive um and it was nice to have him play 18 holes on Sunday after finishing the third round of Hey, that was a good that was a good iron play round. That last one was very solid. Gained a stroke and a half to the field uh in round four. And then of course he only hit like five fairways or something ridiculous. So there is there is this sense of a little bit of whack-a-mole with the swing that is um I guess not unexpected, but a little just frustrating, I guess, in some sense. Um but yeah, swing looked good. It was good to see some some shots drop. Uh, you know, to think he hold a couple fifty footers chipped in a couple times and lost by seven uh, is interesting. Um, did get the bad wave, but um, I don't know. It, it's there's some good things there, and I have a nugget 
for you guys, but I'll, I'll let uh, a little stat nugget, but I'll let Jordan share his thoughts here. Well, I love me some nuggets, so I'm looking forward to that. But um, yes. not just draining the 50-footers, his speed all week was, like, pristine. Like, it was yeah. really, oh, it was really incredible. Good. It was in the putter. Let me make this very clear. I really don't care. Like, as someone who watches a lot of Jordan Spieth golf, they're exciting, but I really don't care about 55-footers dropping. Like, 55-footers dropping speaks nothing about how you're putting the ball. But I will say, like, his putter this week, his speed was incredible. Everything was grazing the hole. It's been so long since we've been able to say that. And he didn't miss a short putt until late all week, which was nice. Like, I'm okay if one of those happen a week. If one of those happen a week, that's fine. If he misses one putt inside of four feet every week, he's going to be an astronomically better golfer. So I, I, I loved – the putter is not the problem. Let me say it again. The putter is not the problem, and I know, Jordan, you agree with me. Um, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, the putter right now was not the problem. I mean, it was a problem with Pebble, but – it, well, yes. I mean, he's we got three events in 2024, and he's putted elite, elite, elite in two of the three. Um, so really good from that perspective. But I guess it sucks when you putt elite twice and you don't – I mean, he hasn't had – did he have a chance with five holes left to win at Century? Like, it was on the edge probably. Sort of. So, like, ah, so. oh, man, I'm just – I, I'm not really one to like force a win because like I think if you continue to play consistent golf and finish in the top ten, a lot will come. But like as Dan said, it's kind of in like whack a mole. Like one thing, a couple things will be elite, something will be a little bit off, and it'll just stop him from winning. Um, it'd be I just want to see it all put together, and he he really hasn't done that since 2021. Besides maybe one or two times where everything has came together. And um, it's hard to win, and you can't really win unless you have everything together. So we'll obviously get into that in the Riv podcast. But, um, you know, it's if the putter stays around, I'm very confident, and I think I speak for all three of us, that the irons and wedges will come around too. You know, I just – I kind of saw this week at the putter, for someone like Spieth, I think it was really good for him to see a lot of putts fall this week. Um. Like, I think that will help his confidence immensely because there were a lot of putts that probably shouldn't have fallen. Like, the 55-footer, he made two from 50-plus feet. Like, seeing those fall are just nice for confidence, right? Because then then you feel rewarded for all of the good lag putting you're doing. And I think that, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could see a putting tear soon. I'd like to get – I don't think we're out of the recession yet. I think we need a little more longevity. He's on a tear right now, though. <laughs> you throw um, a pebble. I mean, he's it's been really good. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, I think the putter is on the come up. So it, it's nice to like watch him and have him stand over a twenty-six footer and be like, you know what, this could go in. Like the to, to sort of steal a shot, in a sense uh, that just hasn't been there in a long time not having to hit it to inside of six feet or eight feet to give yourself a good birdie look is nice uh and i know jordan might have some numbers on like the lack of darts 
uh, in this early season. But uh, while we're talking about the putter, I thought I'd, I'd bring it up and maybe we'll we'll do a little uh, sort of guessing game here. But he's gained strokes putting in all four rounds two times this year, two out of the three, Century and Phoenix. When was the last time he did this? When was last, not and not twice, but before the century? When was the last time he gained in all four rounds? And so, don't think of Pebble because there's only two wow. rounds. Missed cuts don't count. So, I mean, the easy answer would be Heritage Masters, but that's not right, is it? Oh, back to back weeks? No, no, just the prior to century. When had he last gained strokes putting in all four rounds? At two straight events? No, not just in general. In one event. When had he done it in one event? Heritage? No. Before that? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> that tells you he's not been a very good putter. Heritage? Heritage? <laughs> heritage? Heritage? Well, definitely, definitely not the one that he won in 22 because he lost. Oof. He lost. Oh, right. Yeah. He putted horribly that week. But Is it Nate The one in 23. You're gonna make me double check it. It's not API. Valspar? I'm ninety nine percent sure in my um, what, Phoenix twenty one. <laughs> no. Uh Phoenix possibly, but you don't have to go back that far. All right. Congrats to Speed <laughs> not being that bad. Congrats oh, to Speed on it not being four years. Yeah. Yeah. The answer oh, yeah. don't spoil it. I yeah, I gotta think about this. Okay. What year was so, it? Twenty twenty two? You guessed Heritage, and he lost strokes. He lost, like, barely in the first round. So that was not it. Is it 22? It is 22. Oh, Lord. Um, so 20, So to kind of clarify for those listening, oh, he's done it twice in 2024, and he did it zero times last year. Zero. Was it 22 Memorial? No, because he just barely lost strokes on oh, Sunday. All right, it was I'm very good. Uh, it was up. very good otherwise. Before Century 24, it had been two years. Century 22 was the last time he gained strokes putting in all four rounds. Does he really cut golf. those greens that well? And so he, he did it again in 24 and then obviously just this past week. But to go, that was 45 events without doing that is ridiculous. That's just how many times the kind JT of, Poston does that. <laughs> right. JT Poston does it eight of his last 12. And then, of course, not this week. And of course, not this week. <laughs> but um, it's it's nice. It's nice to see putts drop from 30 feet again. Uh, and hopefully, he doesn't have to keep giving himself those looks. Right. Hopefully, the iron play sharpens up a little bit. Um, and Riv, uh, we'll get into Riv next episode but it should be a, a little bit firmer so yeah hopefully reduce some spin and whatnot um yeah and one thing but, i want to say is the unfortunate fact is that right now and i said this in chat the week that spieth had this week is pretty similar to what scotty does every week on his bad weeks um just sort of stealing a few here and scoring, finishing T6. Like he's like Spieth was there. He was, he's, his presence was there this week. 
if he does that more often, eventually he's going to get a good draw, hopefully. He's going to get – he's going to hopefully figure out the wedges and irons a little earlier than the final round. And Like, it's all about having these weeks, which is a good and bad thing because this is what we would consider now a very good week. But this is probably considered an okay week in 2015, 2016, 2017. So it's really all about just giving yourself, like making you, like being there. Like we want the field to be scared of seeing Spieth on the leaderboard again. And right now I, I wouldn't say that they are, but I think that this week is a huge step in the right direction. So I'd like to see him string together a few more of these weeks if he can't win before the Masters, and we'll see from there. Yeah. That's well said. And it's been a good start. I mean, it's just, this is third top six already in four starts. Yeah. In, the, in his last four starts. Hero was sixth. Obviously, a solo three at the century, and then T6 this week. He's um, playing good golf. So he's playing what is good he golf. In the, what is he in the data golf rankings? 14. 12. Or 14. Yo, he, he's higher. OWGR is 12. Weird. That was my other my other really important note was that he just is barely outside the Comcast business top ten. And that's a little bit disappointing. He's eleventh. Um so hopefully that, that changes. I guess that's Brian Roberts money. Because well, yeah, and it's just fun to have your name shown every week while they while they watch Rory like hack it around the cognizant classic and mm. then just pause to show you the, the Comcast business top ten. Speed J in sixth or whatever. Speaking but, of symbols, I know Bob obviously didn't get to see the symbol because he was on course. But Dan, what were your thoughts on the featured golfer symbol being next to Andrew Novak, but not Jordan Spieth? <laughs> um, I, look, that's that was weird to have his group on Saturday night and then drop them Sunday morning. And he's um, making a charge. While yeah, while he played eight and nine birdie birdie, um, and then I thought they corrected the wrong by featuring him in round four, up until fifteen or whatever. Um, I think just a weird week for PGA Tour Live because of the um, the weather delays and whatnot. We'll see what it's like. That I, I mean, this is all Riv stuff, but small field at Riv, so it should be plenty more. I thought the coverage was fine. Uh, just a little bit. It's it's tough with all the delays. It is. It was tough because you get like I'm sure Bob could Bob could allude to this, but you get delay after delay, and like they keep hitting you, and you're like 15 minutes more, 15 more. It's like. You wish you just get like one. I understand they can't do it that way, but it would be nice if you know this is a set time. It's not going to continue to move back, and you can yeah. you can plan around it because obviously we devote you know so much time to watching Mister Speed. But um, yeah, and Frost is tough because you gotta you have to respect it, and you just don't really know when it's yeah. gonna go. Um, hopefully, but again, more Riz stuff. But the sun is shining in Southern California now, so. Knock on wood, it looks like we will play a tour event without a delay this week. Yes, although sun, there's a chance of rain Sunday, so I wouldn't. Um, a chance of rain means NH. Very good any, any, yeah, any time a, a drop falls, it, uh, it'll it be up for 
chance. Who knows if PGA Tour comms has a tweet just ready to go when the first raindrop falls Sunday. But, um, yeah, I don't have any more speed thoughts. I have some other thoughts, though, if anybody else uh, has. Last speed thought. Um, I guess we'll get into more more in the Riv preview, but we have we finished two of the three week stretch, so there's that. Got Pebble in the books, got Phoenix, and then you have a signature event to close it off. So, but yeah, that's my last. That's that's all I got. Cool. Um, so I just wanted to follow up, and I'm doing this because I'm winning it. Uh, but the triple double, wow, uh, little scoreboard <laughs> action right off the right off the bat. Kurt Kitayama, good pick. Um, well done. He rolled in 230 grand or so. Hideki had a decent week. Poston did not. Uh, I know my my fellow we... podcasters made about 30 grand this week. So, Kevin, you choked big time. Can we please talk about the fact that once you changed the format, I would have ran away. With it, because Nick Taylor was my pick this week, and I, oh fuck, man, I would have put at least five, if not ten, go get that points on Nick Taylor. <laughs> so that's too bad. It's tough chance, uh, man. Yeah, and then for some reason I didn't take him in the thing. Yeah, um, he would have been great to use this week too, because he's not like a I, I was basically player. like taking another strategy. Maybe I don't. Well, yeah, him and no. Like Chuck Hoffman, I know he's not playing good, but yeah, like if but, you're going. But my lock, my lock of the week that I gave did hit Nick Taylor, top Canadian. So that was a, that was a yeah, great was... snipe at plus four hundred. Yeah, well, I was about to get into some of the ones that I threw out there. Uh, not great. The Kitayama top twenty is nice at plus two sixty. Uh, I also Kitayama at minus one twenty to top forty. Harris English top forty at plus one hundred five. But then Poston Matsuyama did not finish inside the top 20. And Poston is a loser. Zach uh, Bita Johnson did not make the top 40 either. So that was you a little missed. You, uh, you had a Zach uh, like recommendation? Yeah, top 40. He had been around, I think it was like T38, T41, T43, his past three tries here. And I figured at <laughs> plus 240. This might have been Why his not? last try. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he follows it up with a plus. I think he was like T. I think he was T sixteen at one point on Friday, and then finished T sixty one. So, whatever. We'll we'll I'll bring out a few each week. I think um, I'll try to. But do the I'm same. excited to kind of dig into Riv a little bit and uh, produce some more winners. I think. I think I know who's going to win next week, and it won't be a surprise. But is he uh, got the same initial? Is he perhaps a first? Is he perhaps a? Is he perhaps a Texas man? Yeah. Is he a Texas man that may have three majors? He does not have three majors. If you subtract two from three, ah. Personally, he's, an Personally he's an old man. I will be placing Spieth top Longhorn next week. Ooh. 
I just think <laughs> they're like two in the Scheffler field. Scheffler just flushes the just golf. Cannot ball. wait for Doug Gim to take my soul. There's no way Doug but... Gim's in this field, right? It's definitely oh, possible. Field, Spe- speaking of who's not in this field, do you guys remember who I wanted to take last week? Oh, Pavon. Pavon's not in this field either, and he qualified for the event. <laughs> Mister Pavon, is he going to live? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Obviously, taking, Pavon to taking, live. <laughs> taking Phoenix off makes sense, but he qualified for Genesis and is not playing it. Well, I mean, he's comfortably... did qualify for Genesis that will be playing. Chuck, Mister Chuck Hoffman. <laughs> the uh, Pavon is. Uh securely inside the business top 10 though so that's probably why he doesn't need the extra funds from... business yeah he doesn't want to show up to tigers you, event why not could you imagine a, a woods thomas pavon marquee group thursday friday I don't, that's what I don't the people think... want man <laughs> that's what i want well but, i'm gonna oh, give wait. a little sneak peek into one of my picks next week and um let me just say in a 70 person field with a 50 person cut um i will definitely have some stake in a man who will be wearing red on sunday um because i just think there's no way he plays this event if he thinks he had any chance of missing a cut that's only the bottom fourth of the field i don't think he'll embarrass himself yeah he's not gonna use one of your Let's two picks. I mean, he's only going to play like six events. So, I... <laughs> when when am I ever going to use Tiger Woods again? You don't have to use him. I know. I'm just saying. I, I don't think I'm wasting a, a Woods pick here. No, I mean, it's, it, I, I don't want to get too much into Riv. I believe the the purse is huge, right? The purse it's is a huge. signature event, yeah. So it's yeah, it's twenty it, it... Winner gets uh, three point eight, I think. So yeah, it'll, it'll what's probably the biggest person be... golf right now. Was it the U.S. Open? I think it. I, I think it's the signatures. Bigger I than think the, the majors. Signatures are higher than the majors. Bigger yeah. than the majors. Yeah. Oh, I actually, know, it's the players. It's the players. Oh, it's the oh. players. <laughs> it does mean more. It just means more. Funny, man. Especially, are... it'll be funny when Shoffley gets a bad draw around Sawgrass and oh boy, gets slighted out of the the one he wants most. We will be hoping for twenty to twenty-five mile per hour sustained winds at Sawgrass. That would. Want to know why? Well, they probably won't delay play, so go fifteen to twenty. Do you want to know why I'm really scared about Mister Scheffler at Riviera? Is because ten is the most luck-based hole in golf. This is a great point. This is a great point. (laughs) And Mister Scheffler gets to play that hole four times. It's a decider. It really that is. Saves, that saves him four shots off. He's just um, four under already, basically. Mr. Scheffler will not be having any tree tumble next week. <laughs> he Every will break. not be finding himself plugged in any of those bunkers. No. Um, Which is an advantage against the field. Yeah. So all <laughs> Scheffler has to do is hit the driver as hard as he can, and he will have a great look at birdie. Yeah. The um, so he's insane though. He was first off the tee and second on approach this past week. Oh, watching Scotty Scheffler hit approach shots. I mean, it's like it's <laughs> That's ridiculous. Mesmerizing. And he, he made probably uh, there's a chance that besides Prime Woods, he go, he's the best like ball striker of all time when yeah. it goes when it ends when everything's he's like Mahomes to Brady. 
Well, I wouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But do do we need to get into that? He's like Stafford to Brady. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I would say it's definitely a bad comparison. But um, I'd agree. Yes, congrats to the Chiefs on the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, it took a while for the game to get good. Yeah, and well, I, I didn't really see the first half. You so. like defense, I know, Jordan? You probably feel a little uh, disappointed because I am. We should have been there. Moore was definitely the best team in the league. Definitely, well, I think said. you could. I could. I think you could say that. All things considered, there really hasn't been a team that far clear in a in a while. I think Baltimore was clearly the best team in the NFL this year. We can end the um, conversation. Okay. Well, we uh, can. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think everybody, everybody is just lucky that and Pats had a tough season. Well, yeah, they'll, they'll, have, they'll have tough seasons to come. No, they won't. Um, there's something about – I, I just – I really don't think that – there's something about Mayo. I just – I don't think – I don't think he'll be a good coach. So, Okay. I will Fair say, enough. if there's one thing I will say about the Ravens, I was getting my blood drawn today, getting blood work done. And the dude, because when you get your blood work done, I don't know if you guys have ever had blood work done. You never want to like look at it because it's just, you don't do that. So you look away and you talk about something. I'm talking about the Ravens with the guy. And he's like, I asked him, do you watch the Super Bowl last night? He's like, yeah. And he's like, it's so tough. Like it was so tough to watch because, like, literally everyone in this town is like, we blew a tremendous opportunity, and well, we yeah. did because we were the best team, especially after watching yeah. last night. Oh yeah, the fact that Mahomes got a ring in a season that wasn't his best is uh, impressive. Brady esque, some would say. It is Brady esque. You do realize that. What Mahomes has done the past five years, he's he's done it better than Brady did, but Brady did it twice. Like Brady did Mahomes his past five years twice, just a little bit statistically worse. So long way to go for Mr. Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, you know but if he picks off another one next year, I Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough because alarms. I just I just don't think Mahomes can compete with Brady on the defensive side of the ball all times. He did this year, dude. He did. Um, well, well, they just had a very good defense. I don't, I don't think it had to do with any defensive luck. Well, what about the special teams? Yeah, just you get a punt that lands on a Niners foot, and then they don't just jump on the ball while they're down four. That feels well, like Mahomes or McCaffrey fumbling one. Like the for the third time in four hundred touches this season. To be fair, they also had a brutal fumble in the red zone. So yeah, that's true. Pacheco cost them. And then how about that ugly duck pick Mahomes threw? Oh my god, that was so bad. He rebounded though. <clears throat> he did. Wow. He played a nice second half. Yeah. Well, but it was the more. It was more drive a, was it was clinical. Yeah, it was it, a, it was a fun Super Bowl to watch. I'm just glad Brock that Purdy is just not capable of winning a Super Bowl. I'm I'm just trying to get. As many years in a row without having to watch Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl again. So, why? I just, he's just not a football player I enjoy watching. He's very, he's not a fun football player to watch. What was the name? Burrow. You're, you're an alpha. I mean, that's that's the correct take. I like, no, the NFL Burrow is better with Burrow on the sidelines. And I will stand by that. Opposite alpha. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Some stuff. That's the correct take right there. 
It is. I think, it is. I think the NFL just needs Brady back on the field. I, I think that's the opposite of what what they need. I think the days of Brady being over helps their brand. They really need Mac Jones in Miami. Um and Tua Tua out. That that Mac Jones in Miami would be the end of my NFL watching. Yes, I know. Um, they need B Blue to not be a fan anymore. <laughs> I think that's that, that would be better. You could be replaced by the millions of Swifties that are now that now have more rings in their lifetime than you do. Oh God. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's probably the part that hurts the most. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, you know, I just I can't Swift stand Taylor Swift fans being happy. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like Tiger Woods. Like, listen, like I, I think I hate the fans more than I hate the actual player. Like Yeah, I think that's fair. The Swift fans are just brutal. These are tough. They're brutal. Yeah. Who knows? I bet Swift will be the halftime show next year. Very interesting. She was talking to Roger before the game. Yeah, she was. She was saying, how do we get She was saying that T. Brady would have won the game already. I don't know. I've heard enough. (laughs) Do we wrap it up there? That'll be that. We'll be back. Now that uh, football season's over, we're officially on to golf. And yeah, well, Champions League, Dan, not oh, in the Champions not League. All right, we're, we're charging. Watch out, yes. Liverpool. Yes. Here we come. Can we just take a moment to congrats Potato on the victory today? They don't come along very often. Oh, Chelsea, if you're listening. One of our great congrats. listeners, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's um, tuned in at the Sam's Club. Yep. <laughs> yep. Working hard. I think he goes like five. <laughs> he does grind. He does grind. <laughs> He is a grinder. Uh, so shout out to him. Like Jay Speed's on the putting green, grinder. Yeah, Jay Speed did putt a lot this week. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he put in. It was good work, bouncing back from Pebble because yeah. Pebble was pathetic, and this week was the opposite. Was if we get get it figured out, if we get something over two strokes positive for the week on the greens this week at Riv, I feel pretty good. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think uh, we'll we have a Riv preview. We will. Yes. We're back to two episodes a week. So, um, yes, sir. I know our hundreds of thousands of fans are have been dying for us to go back to two episodes a week. So, we're here to please you guys. We are. We're, ha- we're happy to happy to please. Shop like a billionaire. Yeah. Team. Anyway, what was that? That definitely didn't make sense, but yeah, that's, that's um, cute to wrap it up. I was just thinking about Super Bowl ads. Fair enough. Um, well, we had a lot of them. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you in the room yeah, tomorrow. Essentially, exactly yeah. twenty-four Thanks. hours. Take care.